0: Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's street lights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Eat sleep fantasy. Woo!
1: Uh-huh. Eat sleep fantasy. Alright, guys, welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy. I am your host with Armando Crespo. And with me for the first time is the fiery Canadian Clayton Kadukes. Yeah, that's that's close. What's going on, Eat Nation? How's things going? um what's your twitter handle it's clayton
2: at kadoo clayton
1: all right this guy is our uh waiver wire guru so we'll be touching base on the waiver wire um clayton do you guys celebrate thanksgiving or have anything like thanksgiving in uh canada we
2: have ours in october actually oh really what do you guys uh it's like the second second week in october
1: what do you guys do just so our american listeners
2: eat a ton just like you guys do we just don't get any football
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's the only <laughs> difference. Do you guys cook the turkey as well? Yeah,
2: we cook turkey, ham, stuffing,
1: you name it. Are you guys big into um what do you call those like sweet casseroles? Are you guys big into casseroles? Yeah. So, some people ever, some
2: people eat them. We don't usually as a family, but You ever
1: had a sweet potato casserole?
2: Yes, I have actually, and I do actually enjoy it. It's fucking good. Yeah, it me? is. It's, like, it's uh, very good.
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't know what a casserole was until uh very recently with my caucasian girlfriend serving <laughs> it up and it yeah it, it changed my life we got sweet potato casserole green bee casseroles with a side of rice and beans it's 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 good it's, it's a good time over yeah
2: we're here. uh we're also big in my family we're we're ukrainian we're french ukrainian and uh, we're big oh. big into the cabbage rolls and progies and all that stuff love it
1: oh man that sounds delicious jesus <laughs> Um, (laughs) that's a completely different, uh, menu actually, which is awesome. Um, and you serve that on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah.
2: Anytime. Usually. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. (laughs)
1: All right. So let's, uh, let's jump right into the news. So for Thursday night football, everyone should know that there's a really good chance for Marvin Jones to sit. Is there anyone else for Trusty Clayton on the lions besides Kenny Galladay?
2: Uh Oh, I actually do like uh, Theo Riddick. I think he he'll, he'll be able to. Uh, I think the the Bears are going to be able to eat up the run, obviously for sure. But I think do think Theo Riddick is going to catch uh, a bunch of balls out of the backfield and get get his uh, production done that way.
1: Yeah, I can't see myself adding anyone else. Um, I'm, I'm going to start on Kenny Galladay, Legarrette Blunt would be the next man up for the lions but over the i think last week when he took over for uh kira and johnson he had one yard on five carries so that's not good i don't think you're starting Legare blunt you're not picking anyone else up besides theo riddick for the lions um yeah so that's a pretty messy game especially against the bears yeah i
2: think i think like with Legare Blunt, he'll probably get his you know 10 to 12 touches but it'll it'll probably work out to
1: about 10 or 12 yards <laughs> yeah if, if he even gets the only way he's going to salvage his days with the touchdown yeah. and uh if, I doubt they'll even score a touchdown against the Bears on uh, Thursday night football. Um, so, Trubisky, talking about the Bears and Lions, Trubisky's probably out. He actually injured his shoulder at the end of the game. Um, the next man up is Chase Daniels. I mean, personally, you tell me if I'm wrong, Clayton. I'm not touching any Bears this game. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I know this gets the Lions. What are you thinking?
2: No, I don't I don't like, uh, definitely, I don't like their, uh, obviously, Howard and Cohen. Um, they're more of a, like a, a an RB two flex. I don't think Howard's going to do very much, but same as goes for uh, for Cohen, like with Theo Riddick and Cohen. I think Cohen's going to be able to do get, get his get his production and stuff done through the air, and I think he'll uh, he'll produce in that offense. But as far as uh, even Anthony Miller, I think they might be pretty good plays because R- Robinson's going to be shadowed by Darius Slay so probably take him out and you got Anthony Miller and Gabriel playing so
1: yeah no I 100% agree I think maybe you're right about Cohen I think he's a safe flex Anthony Miller is probably another good flex if you're desperate I I wouldn't start Allen Robinson this game he's too up and down for me especially this late in the season you need someone that's going to be consistent so if you can avoid it avoid them all but Cohen is probably the safer bet and maybe Howard in a desperation yeah I, 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 uh, I agree with that yeah, Trey Burton, Benjamin, uh, for anybody, John New Smith, anyone. I don't think Trey Burton's going to get a look. Yeah,
2: and I I heard uh, Adam Shaheen's is supposed to be coming back as well. So
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a rough week yeah. for uh, the Bears. Um, another Thursday night guy that you guys that unfortunately might not play is Traquan Smith. He injured his foot as well um, after a huge game. That really, really puts a bump in his stock. I don't know. Like, Who are you trusting? Any other receiver besides Michael Thomas over there?
2: Not really. Um, I mean, they do. What, didn't they sign Brandon Marshall? Maybe he'll get on the field. <laughs> but um, I, I wouldn't trust any a, anybody else outside of the usual uh, Ingram, Kamara, and, and
1: Michael Thomas. I know it's a little weird, but um, I think this bumps up Kamara a little more and Mark Ingram. I think they'll use um, Kamara a little more in the slot. And uh, I think they'll just pound the ball with Mark Ingram most of the game. I mean, Atlanta's awful against the run, awful against the pass. So I think they are both get involved a lot more. I mean, if you're really desperate, you need a wide receiver, I think Keith Kirkwood could be in- interesting and Austin Carr. I mean, Kirkwood well, had a couple catches. Didn't, a few ca- didn't of Carr catch a, catch a touchdown last week? Yeah, yeah, he did. So, I mean, they're both interesting. If you're desperate, someone's going to pick up the load somewhere. I mean, just t- pick one of those two and maybe you'll get lucky. Um, but if you can... I would avoid all, both of them. I mean, this is a situation where you it's a must-win for almost everyone in fantasy yeah, oh football. oh yeah. And so
2: I, uh, I actually I have uh I have um my rankings I have Ingram and Kamara both both in the top 10 this week. So
1: Yeah, I think uh I think I'm going to be with you on that one. I, it's going to be hard not to rank in the top yeah, 10. Yeah, exactly. Um so the next man up we're going to be talking about is Ryan Tannehill is coming back after missing almost, I think, more than a month already. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty happy about this. The Dolphins need him. So, does that bump bump Uh, up Stills then? I think it bumps up Stills a lot. I mean, you know, what, two years ago when it was Ryan Tannehill, uh, Kenny Stills was a solid wide receiver too. Jakeem Grant's gone. Um, So, that definitely helps Kenny Stills. You still have Amendola over there. And Devontae Parker might play. Um so, I think, yeah, I think this bumps up Stills. I think Parker's interesting if he can come on the field. But I think Stills is a solid wide receiver. What what do you think? Two, three ish? More, more, um, three ish, I, I think. Yeah. He's got a high ceiling. I think it's going to be, you're going to see a lot of um, Amendola this week. And I think you'll see some Drake uh, as well, playing more as a receiver than a running back. I think he'll get like three carries and then get targeted 10 yeah. times. But they're way banged yeah, up.
2: Yeah, but was Amendola, did Tanhill target Amendola much when he was? When he was playing, I can't really no, remember, actually.
1: he didn't. Not I know, all, it was, I know was, Stills was was pretty good when he was in, so. Yeah, I think Amendola's getting three or four targets a game. Uh, I think he started turning up later, in the right before his injury. So maybe now, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I don't think he has a choice right now. It's it's Amendola yeah. and Stills, and that's pretty much it. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think, I don't know. Personally, I think this kind of gives Amendola a wide receiver three, a safe wide receiver. I think they're both solid wide receiver threes. And Drake's probably, what, an RB2-ish, number 24? Yeah, I, I, I'd put him in top 24. Yeah, it's hard not to. I mean, he, that upside is just so hard and just to turn away from. just Gore. I, Gore just keeps going with it, though. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of hoping they kind of uh, close the door on Gore after the bye and start giving some some action. I mean, the Dolphins are knocking on the door, being eliminated from the playoffs pretty soon if they don't, um, you know, Turn it up. I think Balaj is more explosive. Drake's more explosive. I think just wasting time feeding an old man Gore. Yeah. I mean, he's he, he's good. He's not going to fumble the ball, but fuck, come on, he's not going to he's not going to win you a fucking game. That's, that's true. It's that's depressing. Um, so Gurley actually left the Chiefs game with an ankle. He didn't leave the game with injury. He the game finished. He has an ankle injury. I don't know. He didn't look good um, in that game. Maybe he just didn't get a lot of carries. I don't know. Did you it's watch a, that game? I, oh,
2: yeah. I, it's, there was no way I get up early for work, but there was no way I was going to bed before that game ended.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it was incredible. But yeah, <laughs>
2: no, I was. It was probably one of the best games I've ever watched.
1: It's um, so what was going on with Gourley? What 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 the hell happened?
2: Um, from from what I read, I think he he rolled it early in the game, right? And I think he just kind of uh, just tried to play through it, but. I think it was in later in the game. I know he sat out a couple. I mean, it's okay. Obviously, he goes out to get spelled once in a while, but he was out for a few series at a time, which uh, I was kind of like, that was, that was interesting. And then, yeah, and then news came out today that he had rolled his ankle.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is what's going to happen with running backs down the stretch. I mean, this is a good point to make. Like right now, handcuff your running backs. I think Gurley's going to be fine, but once they clinch, you know the one two seed, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I expect him to bench Except girly for the rest of the season. Ma- Ma- so if Malcolm that happens Brown week 16, is the you're guy. fucked. Malcolm Brown's again, guy, I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we're gonna talk about the waiver wire in a second, but uh, yeah, definitely right now, like, if don't waste your waiver wire on a handcuff, but if they're there and you have, like, I mean, personally, I think it's safe if you're in the playoffs already, and you're not worried about it. I think it's safe to drop guys like Crowell, Gore. I mean, I love Elijah McGuire, but. I think you can drop him for your handcuffs, you know, like Austin Eckler, Malcolm Brown, um, Spencer Ware, you know, your elite guys, they need to be yeah, handcuffed right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's tough, tough to trust anybody in the Jets anyway, so. I yeah. think I have to roll yeah. with Crowell in one league that I have, but I'm not very confident doing so.
1: Right, no, I'm just saying, like, if you don't, like, if, they, if they're expendable and you just have, like, this depth move, like, I need to have, like is sitting at the end of your bench it's just cut him you can't yeah. trade him you're not going to start him he's not going to win you a game you know if malcolm brown becomes a starter he will be an rb top oh, yeah, 14 absolutely you know, he's not He's not gonna be girly but you're not gonna you'll lose those you know what 10 points a game more but i mean it's it's enough you know like you're not going to be able to replace that with corral that's for sure
2: but would you see um, it but then i would i would go against uh you saying to drop Spencer. did you say drop spencer Where?
1: No, I said like I oh, would God. add. Guy, I would add. Sorry. Handcuffs. sorry, I
2: misunderstood you.
1: Yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like I add like those are the direct handcuffs we yeah. know these guys could perform if they given the option. They'll be you know they won't be the exact uh, proxies of you know Hunt, you know Gordon and Gore and Gurley, but they'll be good enough to get you yeah. by. You know you won't be a you won't see a huge drop. Um, so you know those are like three guys that came off my head. Uh, Chase Dan- is it Chase Daniels? Chad, Chad Ed? Chase, Chase Edmonds, Edmonds? Yeah. Uh, He's a direct handcuff to uh, David Johnson. Is there anyone else I'm missing? Joe Mixon, obviously Giovanni Bernard. You know, just start looking at the handcuffs. Go look at depth charts and see, and grab the guys that are direct directly behind them. Um, obviously, don't pick up Garrett Blunt. He's awful. He's not a direct handcuff. There isn't yeah, a direct no. handcuff. <laughs> but I, just, yeah, just see who's getting the the work after the after those guys. I'm actually curious um, to see in that
2: uh, that Detroit Chicago game. I wonder what the over and under for Stafford getting sacked would be. Oh man, that's going to be brutal.
1: I think it, what, what was it like nine or ten sacks last time yeah, they played the Bears? Like, like yeah, that? I think I think that was it. That's brutal. I feel bad for Stafford if he gets it. I, if he gets more than ten points, I'll be shocked. <laughs> um, so the next thing I kind of want to talk about is sad news, but uh, OJ Howard is on IR. Um, if Cameron breaks out there, I think he's a safe. I, mean, to pick camera, up. I think Cameron In Dynasty.
2: Braked, uh, jump straight into tight end one yeah winston yeah, winston uh winston likes him and uh yeah. i noticed that uh he's been getting targets all year and he's been productive at times but i think with howard out of the mix i think he just he's he's the guy now right so oh yeah
1: 100 percent, 100 percent agree with that um so i have a question for you so i own do you know the rules of uh sfb i do not know uh, scott fishbowl not. Okay, well, um, let's just say, like, tight uh, tight ends get a little more, like, I think they get an extra half point for a catch. Um, so I have Cameron Bray on the bench right now. Um, this is kind of a must-win for me. If I win this week, I'm guaranteed a playoff spot, which starts week 13. Um, would you bench someone like Taylor Gabriel for Cameron Bray, just considering that I might get an extra half point for a Cameron Bray catch? That's the only difference.
2: I would. I I personally I I like okay. Braid. I I've had Braid on my roster pretty much in one league that I'm 9 and 2 and I've had him I've used and I've used him every game that he's played in. Um I just I don't like like we were talking about earlier. I don't like anybody any Chicago receiver outside of maybe maybe Anthony Miller. I think I think yeah. Gabriel is I mean he might he'll catch a few balls but uh I like I think yeah. they I think Whoever it's going to be, either Chase Daniels or Trubisky, I think they'll look uh, more for, for toward Anthony Miller than for Gabriel.
1: Okay, so here's one more. These are this is this is where I'm, I, I had this is the line I have now. It's uh, I have Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley. Would you bench any of those guys for Cameron Bray? No.
2: Would I okay. you said so would cool. I bench him? No. I, I like I no. like Ridley okay, this yeah.
1: week. Yeah, I do too. What about uh I have David Moore and uh Marquez Valdez. would
2: I, w- I uh, Pick, uh, for Braid, um, I would uh yeah. MBS I would bench.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would probably bench I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of David Moore, but I would probably bench. I think Braid's gonna be a solid like yeah, I think he's a top I would put him in top eight tight end this week. Probably the rest of the season. They're going against yeah. San Francisco. I uh, think it's gonna be safe not to it's gonna be hard not to start Braid if you can get him in exactly. the roster um so another sad news is alex smith i'm sure everyone knows this alex smith is on ir this is i'm gonna give you my take really quick i think colt mccoy me and me and clayton kind of talked about this i think colt mccoy is better for fantasy i'm not gonna say he's better than alex smith in football but he's definitely gonna get the ball down the field more he's gonna get jordan reed involved more he's mobile so it's also gonna open the uh, open up the running game so i think this is gonna help adrian peterson um So, personally, I think this gives everyone a bump up. I don't know if this is going to help them win more, but I think this going to give more fantasy potential. I think Josh Doxon is appealing now, a lot more appealing yeah. than he was before. That's for sure. I think Jordan Reed actually gets a bump into, what, a tight end 12 territory uh, before he was even startable yeah. anymore. So, that's kind of what my take on the Colt McCoy situation.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I uh, I like, uh like Doxon actually quite a bit this week as well.
1: Do You think uh, is he gonna, is he gonna be on your waiver wire? He, is he like, no now nah, right? No, like not
2: yet. Oh wait, yeah, I'll no. wait a couple okay. weeks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I actually picked him up in one league. I was really desperate, and I was pretty happy with the, with the results. I, I didn't have another option. I, I not because it was I knew Alex was gonna get injured, but I just like all right, fuck it. Let's see what see, see what Josh. Dawson I like
2: does I like him more more long term in like a like a dynasty keeper league maybe, as I do have yeah. him in ours. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's super slow to develop. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, if I owned him, like, I would, I would be. He would be like the last possible bench <laughs> spot. Like, I was like, ah, I, have, I haven't, even, I haven't I even played know. him all year.
2: <laughs> he's just been sitting there.
1: No, he's he's getting he's getting a lot of targets. He's getting over five targets over the yeah. past three or four weeks. So I think he's he's definitely turning it up a notch. But it's still like not enough to me for me to feel comfortable starting him. in you know, and, in and having format.
2: McCoy, a Colt McCoy throwing him the ball. It's kind of a little scary. Exactly. See yeah. see how it goes for a week or so, yeah. and go from there.
1: I think as a stronger arm. I think he'll yeah. throw the ball longer. I think he'll take more chances. I think that's just what backup quarterbacks do. They just they they feel like this is their shot to impress. Like you saw Patrick yeah. for a bit. Saw Brock Osweiler after three weeks. And he just um, he he so. he
2: knows the offense. Like he's been in it. You know what I mean? He's been in that 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 offense, playing in that offense for I don't know, however. Forever, pretty much since he's been there. So yeah. I think he, I think he understands it a little bit more, and he'll be, you know, be able to make quicker decisions as well.
1: Yeah, no, I 100 percent agree. I think Josh Dock, I mean not Josh Dock. I think McCoy. Yeah, I think it's been five years now, so he definitely knows the offense. They did sign Mark Sanchez. I don't think he's a. There's any chance he'll go to Mark Sanchez any time this season. I think it's Col McCoy until he gets injured. Um, but is, just to know, is that there that's really the no other
2: quarterback field. that? I don't understand how Sanchez God, know, <laughs> is still even
1: talked about. I, I think it's because he uh, knows yeah. the offense. Um, he played in the offense, so it's not going to be such a sharp learning curve. They have someone if they're like if he does get injured, they have something yeah. go in right away and kind of, you know, be competent. What somewhat? I think they need to sign another quarterback. It can't just be Mark Sanchez Definitely back there. Um, no. Um, all right, let me let's take a break here. Um, you don't know, don't don't cut. I just want to write down this time code so. So we can transition into the the waiver wire. Let me see if there's any other news we need to go over that I might have missed. Is there anything else you want to cover with no, the news? No, I think
2: that that's pretty much all. I pretty much had written down.
1: Cool. Let me just write down nine forty. Am I blowing it yet, or what? <laughs> no, I think it's going smoothly. I think I think we're we're finding a groove. Sorry, I um, I stopped it there. I just like to get my brain back in order before we go into the no, next section. No, that's okay. So you're starting to try to take over a little bit more? I, yeah, it looks, <laughs> I guess so, man. I, ha- I have to, man. Like, you saw what happened. This is every night. Like, they, Brito and Taylor are ready to roll, and then, like, something happens, and it, it just falls apart. He <laughs> you saw it for his hand. That's not, it's not the first time it happens. Um, so I'm just going to – so for this uh, waiver wire section, I'm going to let you kind of lead it, um, sure. if that's okay. And, you know, I'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about, well, let's talk about quarterbacks. You tell me Lamar Jackson. And then, you know, maybe I was thinking about adding Baker Mayfield, like just, you know, if you're desperate, he is playing Tampa Bay or he's playing Cincinnati. So he's kind of interesting. I had, a, flu- I, I had
2: a few actually uh, on, on another list that I was, I was doing, oh. like, you know, Andy Dalton, Eli Manning, I think is going to be fine this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then, you, yeah, if you have some guys then then you just go ahead and add them on. I just think just so we yeah, have oh, a few yeah. more to talk about. Okay, let me write this down all right um clayton so since you're a waiver wire guru i know we're a little running a little late on this but you know these guys still might be available when you guys are listening to this podcast are good guys to pick up if they are available um so let's jump right into it let's go into quarterbacks clayton so who do you have your eye on right now going well, into, obviously uh, after a la-
2: uh, last week lamar jackson's uh is a, a good one um like on my in my waiver wire article I posted like his solid stat line last week um with his 150 yard he threw only through for 150 yards uh but his rushing yards was big too um I think had he thrown the ball a little bit more and had a you know threw a touchdown or two like he would have been he would have been considered an elite quarterback for that week so I think he's still going yeah. to get uh he's obviously I think he's going to get the go this week there I know they were saying that Harbo was saying that uh Flacco might be able to go, but I highly doubt that. Um but I like I like Lamar Jackson. He's owned uh he he's available in over eighty percent of leagues. So in Yahoo leagues, so he he would be an option. Um also like um you were mention sorry. Go. Wait,
1: wait before wait before we go on, I just want to say one thing about Lamar Jackson. His schedule is beautiful. He plays the Raiders, he's at the Falcons and he's at the Chiefs. Okay. So in all those formats, in all those games, he's really interesting. Like, if you are in desperation mode, um, I don't think he's going to be throwing the ball, but I think you can expect him to have, you know, 80 to 100 yards rushing a game and, you know, maybe 150 yards passing. So, I mean, personally, I think this downgrades – if he stays a starter, I think it's downgrades everyone. I don't like John Brown for uh, sure. John Brown. John Brown's down. Crabtree's down. Sneed is interesting still in PPR formats only. Um, and if you're in a four TD, you know, r- quarterback league, I think Lamar Jackson gets a bigger bump just because, you know, he's going to be running the ball. He has a better chance of running the ball in four touchdown yep. than other quarterbacks do. Um, so that's just my take on Lamar Jackson. I think he's interesting more so in, f- you know, four touchdown leagues. He's a top 15 guy for me in that.
2: Respect. Yeah, oh yeah. There's uh there's a few, few other quarterbacks that are good matchups. Um, I like Andy Dalton, even without AJ, a- AJ green, he's, uh, he showed last week he had a, he has a high floor without without green and he possibly could get green back this week so um he's if he's out there he'd be a good pickup um eli manning believe it or not i you know la, the last couple of weeks his numbers have been up and seems like they're finally clicking yeah. so he'd be an option and the last one well you mentioned baker mayfield
1: yeah he yeah yeah, I like his matchup. He's playing Cincinnati, yeah. who's awful in all respects of defense. So and that's might, my might, take on him. He's he's yeah. I might a take points. take a
2: little bit of grief for this, but uh, Nick Mullins would be, I think, a fine ad this week and possibly a, a good starter against yeah. uh, Tampa Bay. So that's pretty 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 tasty matchup there for him.
1: Um, the only guy I kind of want to add on to this is uh, Jameis Winston. Whoever is starting for Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be, what, a top 15 running quarterback. Um, You know, it sucks that, you know, Fitzpatrick got benched, but I think it's safe to say that Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback the rest of the way. There's no no way they're going to do the flip. I mean, like, it's Jameis Winston's job, at least for the end, until the end of the season. They need to see if he's going to be on the roster next season, to be honest. Um, So I think he's playing San Francisco this week, and then going into playoffs, he has a good matchup Against New Orleans week 14. So if you're playing quarterback streaming, I think he's interesting. Um, but yeah, James Winston's just somewhat interesting in those respects. Like he's going to put up at least 20 points a game if he's a starter.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Should we, ju- should, okay. should we jump Good. into, uh, to running backs? All right. Yeah, well, everybody's, uh, everybody's favorite target this week is, uh, Gus Edwards for the Ravens, obviously at a breakout game. Um, a lot of, but a lot of people are saying, you know, like the obviously the Ravens backfield is is crowded, but I think Edwards gets a bump as long as Jackson is playing. I think he fits I think he fits cool. that offense better with Jackson running the show. Um I think he's just more of a he's a solid downhill runner and I think he he will he, I think he will get first crack this week to be the the lead back again.
1: Oh yeah. I'm 100% agree with that. Um, the only thing I want to say about Gus Edwards is he's a big oh, yeah. dude, so he's like he's a fullback material. Two thirty like, is I would not expect is? him to be catching or something like that. But, yeah, he's a big <laughs> motherfucker. So just, just expect him to be, you know, a touchdown guy. You know, like those yard. He's going to grind out those yards. I don't think you're going to see him in the passing game. I think it's going to still be Javarius Allen and Ty Montgomery back there. I think it's I think Alex Collins just fumbled his way out of the job at, at this point. Um maybe he'll get some more work. He's still got he still got a few carries, he's still got a touchdown. But uh I think Gus Edwards is gonna continue to work. Maybe he won't get the seventeen carries. I think he maybe maybe he'll get twelve and they'll get Alex yeah. Collins involved a little more. But I think it's safe to say that Gus Edwards is here to stay in some re-
2: And especially against the, like the Ra- Raiders Raiders defense this week. Uh I think you're gonna see a lot of your rushing yards similar to what you did uh last week.
1: I mean Gus Gus Edwards is doing exactly what Alice Collins did Collins did sometime around this season, like last season. He took the job away from whoever was there before. Um and now Gus Edwards taking away from, like it's just what they do in in uh, Baltimore Ravens. They just replaced running backs like nothing. Who was there
2: last year? Now I'm trying to think. Was that
1: it was Kenneth Dixon was back there. Um Alice Collins came out of nowhere. He took the job from Javoris Allen had it for a bit, but then he went he came became a full PPR guy. I can't remember who the other guy oh uh Terrence, Terrence West. West right. Yeah, I think it was like three or four games. We had Terrence West, and then Alice Collins started getting trickled in. There was someone else that was back there as well. I just can't remember who it was.
2: Yeah, I can't remember. Um,
1: so it doesn't matter. They're they're, gone. they're not yeah, playing exactly. football and anymore. That's last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, Josh up? Adams, the Eagles. Um, he's been he's been he played yeah. well last week. He showed well. Um, only only carried the ball seven times, but I think that's because obviously the game got out of hand very quickly against the Saints. So um, I could see him. I mean, really, they don't really have much else back there. But they they, they like Josh Adams in preseason as well, so I think he's uh, he's going to be able to put up some big numbers again this week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I mean, Wendell Small is back there, but he's not going to do any work. I mean, maybe when Sproles comes back, no, it's not going to affect Josh Adams at all. I think Josh Adams is here to stay. He's going to be. I think he's a what a low end running yeah. back two until we start seeing him well, get if, more than ten carries. He needs to get well, to that ten they, point. If care, the Eagles 10 carry can games.
2: obviously take control of a game early or get a lead in a game, you know, give him a chance to run the ball. Yeah. That's the problem though. They they keep getting down early and they have to go right to the passing game.
1: So. Yeah, he's a yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for the kid uh is there is there any other uh guys we have I think that's kind of it I don't know if Do you have
2: any uh ones? just throw we kind of talked about him a little bit earlier theoretic theoretic would be uh oh yeah be a be a good because I think uh, Detroit's gonna have trouble running the ball, and the only way they're gonna be able to move the uh get their yards is through the air so between you know Galladay and and probably theoretic will probably catch you know eight to ten balls so
1: yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, sorry, I just want to say this one thing. Carlos Hyde did not get a – I don't think he got no, a single carry. No, he didn't. Okay. So I think it's safe to say that T.J. Elden's a direct handcuff. Hyde is just there as a precautionary measure. Um, so feel free, if you're looking for handcuffs, drop Carlos Hyde because he's not the guy. Yeah, That's
2: a weird trade anyway, so. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, <laughs> not good. That was, I don't think it was a smart trade. I think Theo Riddick is interesting in PPR yeah, formats more so than in – yeah. Um, I think that does it for the running backs. Let's go right into the wide receivers. I'm looking through a couple guys, but go ahead and I may interrupt you. Well, obviously a couple, couple rookie
2: rookie receivers had giant games last week, Traquan Smith and DJ Moore. Um, Traquan Smith, obviously he's uh, battling an injury right now, so his status is up in the air. Uh, the one guy I do like a lot is DJ Moore, though. I think Said a couple of games where he stood out, but I think he's starting to get more targets. I think he's getting uh, Newton's attention a little bit as well. Especially with a performance like he did last week. I you know, a lot of people do say as well, you know, hundred and fifty seven yards and touchdown well, Exactly. eighty two yeah. of those yeah. yards. No, I heard I saw the I didn't see the play. Know, I watched catch, I read
1: about the play and it was just like a broken tackle. He got still the, still, he's still getting targeted still got touchdown still late in the ball game. For yards, so right? I I hundred so. percent agree with you. TJ Moore is, I think he's more interesting in the keeper dynasty format. Um I don't feel comfortable starting him right now. I mean, it feels like they kind of like jump through different quarter uh, wide receivers depending on, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I think DJ Moore is definitely like, honestly, I think DJ Moore is going to be a wide receiver two next year. Right now it's a desperation play every week. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. yeah no I yeah I agree with that um, Traquan Smith though if he does play obviously he's going to see a high target share he saw it, he was targeted 13 times last week so between him and Thomas they can do damage outside so I do like yeah. Traquan Smith yeah that's good um, the one guy that sticks <laughs> out for me is is it it's Kiki Kuti? is that what it is or I don't know I've heard it so many ways but uh, yeah with with him he's he's going to be looked at a lot. I understand like obviously with Will Fuller out that, that helps his, helps his, uh, his stats as well. But um, he's still, he's catching balls out of out of the slot and he's, he's playing well, like five catches last week for 77 yards. So I think he's going to yeah. be, I think he's a, he's a good ad and I think you can start him this week as well. I don't think Demaris Thomas obviously he didn't even, yeah. didn't even get a catch last week. Which was which was weird, considering you know his first game back, they they fed him quite quickly right at the start yep, of the no, game. But I, I I like him, and I think uh, um, if you, if you can add him, so there is a couple guys I want to add. The only guy I want to bring up running week.
1: backs um, is Jalen Richard. I think Against he the is Titans. the guy to own. Um, I have Doug Martin right now, especially in PPR formats, but you know just in general, he's getting more yards. He's a better running back. I think Jalen Richard is the you know just the guy to own. If you are looking for a running back, he might be available in your leagues um and he's interesting like as, especially as a flex option he's there and he's going to get you you know 8 points at least you know depending on how big the yardage is
2: yeah and another another guy I talk about uh for wide receiver is uh he he's is on a bye this week but Josh Reynolds he he's the real deal I think Watching him yesterday, I understand that the game was like ridiculous. Fantasy numbers got put up with a lot of players last, uh, yeah, last week. But he he was used. uh, He was used as uh, golf used uh, cup. I agree. I mean, I think Um, uh, one more guy, a couple of guys I want to talk about is. uh, uh, I think you uh, guys keep
1: track of Sammy Watkins throughout this uh, uh, week and see if he's practicing, see how he's looking. Oh yeah, but if he's not healthy come week thirteen, I think Chris Conley. is definitely worth an ad um you know someone has to catch the ball you know opposite of tyree kill and kelsey i mean and conley did enough to be yeah. interesting um he is definitely worth you know a speculative ad um i don't think he's gonna be enough to you know be startable but if you're desperate and you're in the playoffs 60 you need a you need desperation you need a touchdown i think conley is interesting if sammy Watkins isn't practicing or if he's pl- if you know he's game time decision i think i would just fire up conley and expect you know another dud from sammy Watkins.
2: <laughs> yeah, then Eat Nation. You guys should listen to Armando with his uh, speculative ads because <laughs> uh, about two weeks ago he, <laughs> you, he you see uh, the work they were they were sending me a in. message. Like, okay, this Gus is Evers weird. Evers you don't see this and guy, and then now he's getting I six carries. Fucking crazy. This is some, this is
1: going to be a trend. Cle- You're cle- going to clearly want not. <laughs> um, so we we're talking about this a little earlier. We we're talking about who you should grab if Trae Quan Smith is out. And I think the guy to own is Keith yeah. Kirkwood. He saw sixteen percent of the target share. That's a little more than Michael Thomas did. He saw thirteen percent. So if Traquan Smith is out. I think Keith Kirkwood is the one to own. If you had to if you're looking between Carr and Kirkwood, I think he's gonna be the safer bet uh going into this week. So just, just to Um I think that's about it for the waiver wire. Did you have any tight ends you wanted to add on the end?
2: Yeah, yeah, good, defenses? good to know for sure. Uh, Obviously, if Breit, Breit was yeah. out there, um, John U. Smith, maybe. But uh, with Mariota, I think so. I don't, yeah, he did. Sure it's actually been two weeks in a row he's got a touchdown. Nothing. But although, you know, he did catch a Didn't he? He yeah. caught touchdown last week, didn't he? Yeah, he caught one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I guess – Well, Kelsey's on his bye as well. So, yeah, I think Jonu Smith would um, be a – So, I, I know we talked about hand. maybe I mean, talking a little tight about tight the Thursday night game. So, we might just
1: skim year, through so them pretty fast. There isn't really a lot to talk about, especially wrong. with yeah. the first game. Um, what that's on our slate is the Bears and Lions. You might be going in there without Mitch and Lions are going in there without uh, Marvin Jones and Kirrion Johnson. So, I think the – you tell me if I'm wrong. I think the only must-start – in my opinion, is Kelly Galladay, and that's you know as a wide receiver three, just because the Bears demolished the lines last week or last you know two weeks ago. Um, you know, and like you said, is a running back three flex, um, and maybe um, um, Jordan Howard. If you're you're desperate, he'll get the work, fifteen carries maybe. Yeah, like yeah,
2: same thing. Like uh, running back to oh, yeah. as well. That's for right. an hour, I, I, I do like Theoretic a lot actually. And they're going play if you You know, you're you
1: were know, wondering who's going to be the wide receiver steps up yeah. with a, once they trade Golden Tate. It's not. It's not a receiver. It's theoretic. So um, he's healthy. He's going. So I think he is interesting. Um, and I think if you're looking for a Bears wide receiver, I think Taylor Gabriel is interesting just because he is running in the slot and uh, Anthony Miller. But I just don't trust Allen Robinson whatsoever. <laughs> Um, no. so no, the next game slay. on our slate, and I don't think you're starting, uh, I think you're starting the bears comfortably. Um, and I, you know, just because it's chase Daniels back there, I don't think the lions are worth starting. Um, they have their games, but I don't think this is going to be one of them.
2: Oh, I agree. I, yeah. I don't like, the, um, so the next game we're going to talk
1: about Redskins and Cowboys. We talked about call McCoy taking this, um, taking the reins. Are you trusting any redskin as a must? Not a must start, but are, who are you? Like who's your desperation play here?
2: Well, I like AP. I like. Yeah. Uh, I think Peterson's going to get a lot of work, and
1: um, yeah. You kind of.
2: I guess Jordan Reed. I guess that would be that would be. That I would think be, that if you're playing, um, guys let me
1: sure. double check what I'm about to say. Yeah, the Cowboys are actually their top. 10 against running backs. I don't think they've allowed, I think they've only allowed one rusher to hit 60 yards, um, against that defense. So I think it's really, if you're going to play Adrian Peterson, he may get the work, but he's proven if he gets the work, it doesn't mean he's going to produce with that work. Um, so I think just temporary pre- expectations are playing Adrian Peterson, but I think he is, you know, a solid what, running back two uh, going into this week, he might fall into the end zone a couple times, maybe, um, but, yeah, if you have to play a running back, I think he's, you know, a good RB2 slash flex. And, you know, like you said, Jordan Reed, especially with Kelsey out or, you know, if you, you know, maybe play him over Olsen. He has a little more upside with Cole McCoy back there. Um, So you agree with all that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, sorry. No, no, you're fine. I was just letting you letting you talk. <laughs> sorry. You can cut me off at any point. Just disagree with me. <laughs> just tell me I'm a fucking idiot. It's okay. Clayton, <laughs> Dale and Brito do it all the time. <laughs> Uh, No, that's, that sounded, that sounded good. So, okay. Uh, So all the Cowboys end, um, I think you're starting Ezekiel Elliott. And I think, you know, the Redskins actually have a really strong defense and they're one of the defenses that I'm picking up in all my leagues for the playoff push. Like,
2: yeah. And I, I don't like, uh, I don't like Cooper. I'm not a fan of Cooper this week at all with Josh Norman. yeah. Yeah. And outside of that for, I think Zeke's the only guy to go with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, this is kind of throwing a curveball at you, but in Dynasty, I know this is not what we talk about, but which tight end should you own if you are looking for a tight end to own for the Cowboys for Dynasty? You know, if you don't have an answer, it's okay.
2: I would, say, well, I don't look at that. those tight ends, but <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Swain? Yeah, that's the guy that pops Swim. in my head, too. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, what's, what's his first name? Jeff Jeff? Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Jewel. So I'm not. I'm is not it? an
1: idiot. No. No. You're not. I, I don't know how. <laughs> pra- I, maybe it's a different. It's G E O F F. I think. I think it's how so, you it. So yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I, that's that's a guy who pops in my head as well. I just. I think that I'm looking at tight ends in my dynasty league. I'm like. I just need to have a backup to Kelsey, and I'm looking at him. He's the guy. I'm... Well,
2: you don't want to use him because I believe he's on. Uh, I think he's on IR. I think. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even.
1: <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Jesus, Clayton, I got to pay more am attention. I, a,
2: am I? Am I playing you this week at all? Or no? 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 no you're not. You're not. I, if I, it
1: is, yeah, get him and start him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, like he said, I think Cooper. I mean, personally, I think Cooper is what. I think a strong wide receiver three. He's going to get the targets. What he does with those targets is completely up to him and his want to have a big paycheck. I guess I don't know. Like what the fuck is issue? Is Cole Beasley's somewhat interesting, but that's about it.
2: Um, Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for a sec. So Swaim isn't on IR. Okay. I think he's he he's he will undergo wrist surgery, but it might just it won't it shouldn't keep him out longer. They said than week uh, week twelve.
1: Okay, good. That's good to know. So I need him week twelve, so I still can't use him. Um, as far as defenses go, I don't think I feel comfortable personally starting the Cowboys' defense against the Redskins. I think they're still going to play it safe. Colt McCoy has been in the system for a long time, like we said before. So I think the Cowboys are not necessarily a must-start defense. If you're looking at that, they're, they're you know they're playing Colt McCoy, backup quarterback. I think it's more like they're going to be running the ball. They're not going to turn the ball over. It's still you know the Redskins.
2: Yeah, I agree. I don't, uh, I don't know. They're intriguing a little bit um, because they are, like, where do they fall as far as, where is their, I mean, where are they defensive? Where's their defensive ranking?
1: Um, as far as fantasy goes, I'm not 100% sure. I know in the actual NFL, they're strong, like top 12, I think. Um, if you want to look that up, I will talk about. The Falcons and Saints. While you find out where, yeah, actually, yeah.
2: So, yeah, I just picked it up here. Um, so in total yards, yeah, yeah, they're the eighth best, uh, eighth best defense in total yards. At least they're giving up only three, or just over three hundred yards. There you go. Total yards per game.
1: So, so you start. You think the the Cowboys are the one of the top streaming defenses this week?
2: I don't know top streaming. I think you. I think they they would be. Uh, they'd be a good option though. But now I'm yeah. not a fan of peterson at all because i didn't realize they're only giving up like 90 yards on exactly. the ground a game so <laughs>
1: it's not it's not pretty
2: <laughs> so I'll, I'll, t- I'll take that out of my mouth
1: <laughs> um so let's move on to the falcons and saints uh i think you're starting matt ryan i think you're starting drew Brees. i do think that we've seen the end of like the uh the top three matt ryan i don't think he's that was sustainable i don't think he is that as a quarterback in general but i no, think i he's agree a, i agree I I'm think, not, I mean, uh, you ha- go ahead. sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: No, I just, uh, I've, I've thought that way f- for a while. He just doesn't look right. I mean, he's still getting, putting up numbers, but he doesn't look like that uh,
1: MVP season Matt Ryan that he had. Yeah. No, I 100% agree, yeah. I just don't think he's, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I think he's, I think you could start him this week with confidence and expect 20 points. Yeah. But. I mean, moving forward, I don't think he's like a thirty-six point guy. He's not going to keep track with Drew Brees, and the Saints are going to roll over them as they do now. They are the best team, in my opinion, in the NFL. Yeah, so I think with the Saints, you're starting Kamar, you're starting you're starting Michael Thomas, and you're starting Mark Ingram, um, and that's about it. I think if you're desperate, like we said. Kirk is interesting, but that's about it. Um, and Calvin Ridley is a must start. Austin Hooper, I think, is a top. You know, I think he's a top four tight end going forward.
2: I th- I think he's going to be, I think uh, New Orleans is going to get to Matt Ryan, and I think he's going to have to get rid of the ball quickly, and I think Austin Hooper is going to be the one yeah. that's going to match for um,
1: sure. 100%. So,
2: yeah. And a lot of a lot of people buy into the fact that what really did their last game against New Orleans, right, with his big three touchdowns that he had, but at the same time, I think New Orleans obviously is clicking now. I think it's a completely different uh, defense, and they have added, uh, what's his name, uh, Eli yeah. Apple as well, so... I, don't, I, I think he'll have a good game. I don't think it'll be no uh, three-touchdown performance so that he yeah. had last time around.
1: Um, so I think that does it for our Thursday Night Football. I just want to throw out a couple streaming defenses, you know, since you might be listening to this and you're, it's Wednesday. Um, so I think the Redskins, like we said, said earlier, are extremely interesting. Um, I think the Bills are playing the Jags, and I think both defenses could put up some uh, fancy points. So I would go Bills over Jags if I had to pick one um, between those two defenses, but I think that's... You know, up to you. Bills, I think, are a better defense this year. Um, another defense I think that's kind of interesting is the Patriots against the Jets. Um, they're not a great defense by any means, but they are playing the Jets. So, I think it's safe to start the Patriots this week, you know, without an issue.
2: Yeah, the Colts, couldn't, Colts wouldn't be a bad uh, bad defense either against Miami. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus, come on, man. <laughs> 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 Did you do that on purpose? um so one more defense a couple more uh the ravens are good the charge the ravens are going against the raiders obviously the raiders are hot garbage um and the Chargers going against the cardinals bosa is finally back he played last week limited snaps um i think the Chargers just going to get better and better and better i know they lost last week but
2: they lost that game
1: i know but you know whatever it is what it is like it happens they got it was bad luck um, hopefully they don't go back to their old ways and they make the playoffs because I'm a huge Chargers fan. But with Bosa back, I think they are, for me, a top five defense in the NFL. Not necessarily in fantasy, but they are a great defense. And the Steelers going against the Broncos are the last one I would consider streaming.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with all those.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that like, you saw what the Saints did to the Eagles. I think if you're super desperate and they're out there and you're like, who the fuck do I start? I think the Saints might be good against the Falcons. I think that's... Could be a good matchup for them. They d- they are a good defense. This uh, not, uh, coming
2: out of the bye, I think they've been just a completely different defense and playing well.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. I think the Saints are interesting. If you're super desperate and you're you know everyone's wavered their defenses and you're stuck looking at you know the Saints are out there and you have like Dolphins and you, know, you just just start the Saints. Don't don't waste your time. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> that, thanks, Clayton. That wasn't a hot garbage. I think we did a good job. Let's ho- let's hope. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, let's see what Dale does to this. Yeah, um, no, it,
2: it was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hof- hopefully, I'll be, I'll be invited back.
1: Oh yeah, I oh, know you will be, Clayton. You're uh, you're actually you actually show up. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, follow us at Eat Sleep FF. Dale will be popping in and out of this podcast. He will be adding ads, and you know, maybe saying some jokes. He's been holding back. He was supposed to be on with the show with, with us today, but. had baby problems i don't know (laughs) all right guys have a good night yeah
0: Eat, sleep, and a seat.